I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sometimes golf is a pain in the butt. You hit your ball in the trees and then you lip out the puck. But if you've got a little time, then come and spend it with us. Hello, 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 and welcome down to yet another episode of the Rough Cut Golf Podcast, and you join us in the absolutely stunning surroundings of the Dye Room at the Dye Preserve in Florida, US of A, and we were meant to be playing this fantastic golf course today, but we are currently cowering inside as a tropical rainstorm uh, rages in the <laughs> in the swamps and the streams of the dive preserve. So, unfortunately, uh, we're not going to be able to get out and play, but we thought we'd take advantage of sitting in this marvellous room and do the next podcast. Uh, gentlemen, how are we? Are we suitably relaxed? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm feeling pretty comfy on this. Uh, on this sofa, I must say. Um, slightly, I say, slightly disappointed that we didn't get out to play. The course looks amazing. Looks incredible. But it's nice to to find uh, find some solitude, find some space, some some warm, um, dry space in this what colonial sort of woodwork clubhouse they've got here. I I would say that this is my favourite place we've ever filmed the podcast. It was. Um, the at Royal Dornock, that was the, well not Royal Dornock, but in the town of Dornock, that was my my second favourite or was my previous favourite. But now this is this has taken second place. Oh, sorry, now this has taken first place. Yeah, it's it's um it's quite the spot we've got here. I must say the only thing we need kind of for the aesthetic now is like a big big fire burning and just having a little very yeah. sort of hunter's lodge esque. Well, the, the woods ready to go, but yeah, I, I, I would say that that might just be it's just for decorative. Just show. Yeah, okay. Those little silver birch uh, trunks there haven't seen a lick <laughs> of flame since they were chopped down. Um, if you are uh, listening to us uh, on the Rough Cut Golf podcast and you haven't watched one, please hop over to our YouTube and give it a subscribe. Just type in the Rough Cut Golf podcast and that is where you will find us. And there's a few things to talk about uh, this week, but I think we should probably end up with our end of the trip. Like We've been here for 10 days in Florida we filmed some pretty cool stuff. Mm. What's been the highlights? What's been the highlights? Wow. It's been, as I always think when we come on these long, long trips over a week, that they, they feel like they are a long time. But actually, it's gone so, so quick that I've almost kind of forgotten what we've done. But I'd say probably, I, I, even though we might get onto it a little bit, I really did enjoy playing at PGA National and the match against Micah just to go to a course that's held a PGA Tour event and kind of see the setup of that course. Um, to be honest with you, it's just spending time with these guys because they're so, they're so nice, they're so down-to-earth, they're so welcoming of them and they're looking after us since we've been here. So just like just being able to hang out with Micah and Grant and their prospective families and friends and all that kind of stuff and videographers and everyone that we've met on the trip has been, it's been really, really nice. 
Yeah, it's nice to meet a little bit more of the uh, YouTube golf community mm. yeah, that we've not spent um, kind of really much time with before. I mean, we played with um, kind of Micah about a year ago uh, in St. Andrews, but this is the first time we've seen him since that. Uh, first time we played with Grant. First time, I think, first time we've met Grant as well. So, so you, yeah. you, met, you met Grant in um, oh, uh, Scottsdale. In Scottsdale. Well, that was very much a passing, hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. how are you doing? Let's yeah. not try and pull ourselves in front of 20,000 people. That yes. wasn't a, yeah. a full-on uh, full get-to-know-you session. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, I was quite under the impression that I was going to be liking the PGA National as well because obviously like the Honda mm. Classic is there. Like, I vividly remember Rory McIlroy holding a putt uh, when it was like tightless Rory as well. Um and him holding a putt to win and also become the world number one golfer. And I, yeah, it was really, that was quite a surreal moment. But that wasn't my favorite course. My favorite course was the park by, like really by quite a way. I don't know why, but just the the whole uh, vibe of the area, the whole vibe of the clubhouse, like they, they're kind of going for this open golf, turn up in what you want. Uh, you know, from it doesn't matter who you are, like you, you, everyone can play golf, sort of thing, and I absolutely love that. Um, but it was it was very rainy that day. But um, no, we played. Uh, it was it was a good day. That well, I say it was it was very it was rainy for like an hour. Yes, but, yeah. but it was proper rain. Oh, we, yeah, we've like, seen today how rainy it really can be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like. We were saying this before that like Florida doesn't do halves. Like oh no 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 in rain like there's no sort of spitting in like we get in the UK and stuff like that. It is yeah full blown. Yeah. If it's raining, it's raining. Bucketing it down. I mean, we're uh, as Brits, we are experts at differentiating different types of rain. Of course, it's yeah. like a national pastime, and I think we often school actually. Yeah, 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 it's a subject. Yeah. Yeah. And we often say that there's types of rain that get you soaked through. Um, what we experience with the park at an hour and what is going on right now is the kind of rain that could drown you standing up. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of how heavy it was. However, I think yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the park itself was. It was something which was very unique. Like, we never really played on course like that before. I don't think I've played a Jill Hans design before either. So it was it was just a beautiful little spot. And the whole vibe of the place was really cool. And it does help that we filmed the banger of a video. So, yes, yeah. it does help, does help. Do you know any other, like, cool... I'd never heard of this designer before, but is Gil, he like... Gil Hans, yeah. yeah. is he like a... He does that kind of design. He's a renowned sort of... Yeah, yeah, right. so big wide fairways, angles into greens, uh, kind of wasteland bunkers. Yeah. You know, very kind of stunning to look at. Right, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. No, so, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think that was one of my favourites. Like, Jupiter Country Club I really liked as well. That's true, um, yeah. PJ National... Uh, PJ National was weird because it's the toughest course on the PJ Tour. So, like, statistically, it's the toughest course on the PJ Tour. And we played it pretty much off the backs. Yeah. Mm. The maybe the slight issue with it was like the rough because they cut it down a little bit. So it wasn't full on PJ Tour toughness. So in that respect, it was kind of like you go to a course which has a really fierce reputation, which is like, oh my God, we are going to get absolutely destroyed. And then when you go out and actually play some nice golf, it's kind of like, well, where's the where's the real teeth yeah yeah definitely i would love to know the difference between how like it's not necessarily the thickness but probably the length of the rough you know what i mean i reckon mm. it was only a couple of inches the rough that we played but what's it going to be like on the pj tour like? i mean the main difference is going to be just the real thickness of that rough they'll obviously bring the fairways in a lot and the fact that there's going to be you know millions of dollars on the line i mean that kind of does ramp up the pressure a little bit. Not that I'm saying the match that we played against Micah wasn't the same amount of pressure. Yeah. But I would say that maybe there was, you know, maybe slightly less on it. And we've still not seen an alligator. Oh. And we won't, we won't I don't D think. Don't, yeah, don't even get me on that. That's really annoying me. The fact that Mia Baker's come here for 48 hours and she's already seen one at PJ National. Yeah. Like, ugh. But we did see one today, kind of in the toilet. Well, the, the trophy yeah. gator. Yeah, yeah. I do, mean, it's a pretty impressive gator there. Do Do you reckon that is like an was an actual? Yeah. You actually reckon? Yeah. You reckon it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you not feel the? Uh, the you not touch it? Yeah, yeah. But I, I instead of touching that, I kind of like looked. I like moved it and like wanted to look the other side, whether it's just skin or whatever it is. But it's, it's just I think it's been attached onto some kind of mesh or it's something. It's like a fluff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, it's, I, it's it's legit. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay. There you so go. You, have, you have seen one, but just not a, alive. That's <laughs> a big one. Yes, yeah, that's a big one. If you met that on the course, you'd be worried. You'd yeah, be a little I'd, bit concerned. I'd be a bit scared. Yeah. Um, so it's been overall just just really cool. I, I think probably that we used um, Cape Club of Palm City for a base for quite a bit of the trip as well, which was a course I never heard of before. It's kind of recently been renovated, and I think that's a cracking place to kind of really base ourselves as well. So everywhere that we've been to has just been so accommodating and so friendly and the conditioning of the course and obviously the weather generally has been absolutely perfect like to be able to step out of the house every day and know you're going to wear shorts no matter if it is raining is quite a nice benefit i would say yeah no i I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you on that i think we've only really had the the final round at the cape club with micah doing the scramble that was that was pretty severe oh yeah that and then was, obviously yeah. this morning i don't know i don't really know what my takeaway is to be honest because like I think throughout the most of the week, it was that kind of mindset of like, oh, well, it really doesn't matter. It's always going to be sunny. We just like walk outside. But now I'm kind of thinking, have we been like really lucky in like the amount of rain that we've seen in the last couple of days? Like this could have happened throughout the trip and yeah. been a bit more like spotty and patchy in places that kind of messed it up a bit. Well, I think last week they were saying they had like eight inches of rain within one mm. week. Mm. And that was there before we came. And that's why some of the, the courses were like just by pick and place and uh, carts path only. So maybe, yeah, we did get away with it slightly. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, like the, the courses were not, they weren't damp, but like the, you know, the, the balls were plugging, weren't they? Like, yeah. you know, when Micah was driving it 390 yards, he was just flying at 390 and plugging. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. going a long way, but you know, a it long was way. the, the say all the courses were great. The Cape club, it was interesting that even Micah and Grant who live here hadn't really heard of it either. And they've sort of been introduced to a, a new spot. Thanks to us, obviously, but you know, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. But the, there's so many courses around here. Yeah. So that's mm. the thing. Like within an, within an hour of where we were staying, there was hun- like literally, literally about hundred golf courses. Mm. Yeah, which is kind of like it's kind of it's so um, I don't know what the word is like. Oh, it'll come to me, but like saturated or like it's it's just it, it's all on on top of each other. Do oh, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, the, and there are a lot right next to each other. I yeah. think maybe the only difference is over here. There's like the die preserve where we're at today. You know. Uh, we were meant to be filming with kind of tour pros and um, meant to be getting out on the course as well, playing the full round, but it was very much kind of invite only. You know, this is not the type of place that you can just rock up to. Yeah. And there's a lot of places in Florida, in kind of where we're staying around Jupiter, which are like that. You know, very expensive to join, very expensive to play, but amazing facilities. Like the park is the, the outlier there where it's a public course, anybody can turn up. So the difference between a public and a private course in the US compared to the UK is pretty different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's severe, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a bit weird, like, a private course in the UK, most of them, as long as you, like, call up the pro shop and ask, you know, oh, when do you take visitors? You can just turn up, pay green fee and play. Yeah. So, but you cannot phone up the diet preserve and ask for a two-for-one twilight tea time. Mm. Do, you, do you like that? Do you like that kind of style or what, you know, what's your <laughs> the, kind of view on it? I, I I always think that there's a there's a place for it. So the thing is, like, what we really want and what we'd really like is that golf is going to be accessible. You know, people can come play and you know they can experience this game, get into it, and be a lifelong exponent of what a fantastic sport it can be to play. And the access is you know absolutely key. However, there there is a room. And there is a definite place for courses like this where you there's a large amount of it's almost like an invite only membership. And when you come out here, you've got this pristine kind of place. There's a lot of tour pros who base themselves here because they have that ability to not be kind of like bothered on driving range. They can just go out. They can work on the game. They can practice. You know, it's it's a facility that you can come and just like completely switch off as well. And just relax, and you wouldn't get that at a public course. So I think there's a I think there's a place for it. It, it doesn't particularly kind of concern it, me either yeah. way. Right, right, right. And it, if you do get to play one of these places as well, it, then it, then it becomes like a real treat. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. Though, they're like they're all they're all so busy. Like they're all. It's not like these private courses. I mean, obviously, like today is, you know, closed and stuff like that. But like a lot of courses were busy. You know, like Jupiter was quite busy and PGA was busy. Like, I don't know. It's just like, 
there is something over here that we do need to figure out from a, like a, a business standpoint. There's a lot of money over here. Where's it all coming from? Yeah. Like where did he find it? Yeah. Maybe out in the Everglades somewhere. Is there a money tree out there? Just go pluck some low-hanging dollar. Yeah. That's, yeah I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of wealthy people out here, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. But where did it get all the money from? Yeah. Uh, putting all their money on red or... <laughs> I, I reckon this is like a... This is the America's version of like Cornwall. You know what I mean? Like everyone has kind of like a second, you know, everyone's got a London. <laughs> so country. No, but do you know no, but do you know what I mean? Like so you've got like there's probably a lot of people in like New York, uh, you know, take New York as like a London, you've got your business people in there, and then they'll have a second home somewhere. And this has obviously got the weather, it's got the you know, it's got the facilities and stuff like that. So they just think, All right, I'll have a second home in in Florida, like you know Ke- what I mean? Kieran, having uh Having cycled Cornwall, <laughs> I can tell you that the landscape of that county in the UK <laughs> bears such little resemblance to Florida. <laughs> it is like comparing Devon to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing similar about it. Um, but the the thing is, like, the, well, they call them snowbirds over here, don't yeah. they? So, like, uh, people who live most of their kind of time in kind of northwest, uh, northeast kind of United States, so New York State, all that kind of thing. And then as soon as the weather turns and they can't play golf over there, they come down to their homes in Florida at these clubs and then play. Because it's just coming into golf season now. Mm. So it's just coming into golf season in Florida, basically from November through till like, March is perfect. Like perfect weather and everything. Perfect weather, like, yeah. 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 So like low 20 degrees Celsius and do need to say Celsius because nobody deals in Celsius over here. No. It gets very confusing. We keep telling everyone, oh, like a really good day in the UK is like 25. And no one ever really knows that, well, I'm, I'm maybe saying this from a personal standpoint, but like no one ever seems to know what the conversion is. No. When it was kind of like, oh, that's about 70 and you kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's about, yeah, 70 yeah. Fahrenheit, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we need to, we all need to brush up on the conversion rates or yeah. something like that. I did see like a TikTok once that said that there's only, there's one temperature that is the same Fahrenheit that is Celsius, it's something like minus, it's in the minor. Oh, like a minus. Like a baseline thing. Yeah, it's like a minus 20 or something like that. 20 Celsius is like, is the same, it's one of one of the two. It's right, okay. Something like that, but um, I saw that on a TikTok as like a random fact. Yeah, I've absolutely no idea. There yeah. you go. Who ever said TikTok wasn't good for you? Yeah. Exactly. All exactly. the learning you can do. Let's educate our children on that thing. Yeah. Exactly. Well, um, they, they probably are. <laughs> Maybe. I think, I think the one thing all in all from this whole trip is just how many like good vi- or not even good great videos we've got like the 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 content that's going to be coming out from the start of november is definitely something that i'm not only excited to edit and get out but also i'm excited for everyone to see and react to and kind of get new people on the channel but guys that have been requested for ages and just people that i think have have really sort of built up and, and and created such a good following for themselves and then with our following as well and introducing the two together and just like well just generally the videos i think are just going to be really really good well we need to start doing a little bit more of this so like we've traveled a lot this year and um, we've gone to a lot of very cool places but a lot of those places they've not been not been very kind of targeted in a way of you know we want to we wanted to come here mm. want to come to jupiter because we wanted to film with Grant, we wanted to film with Micah, we wanted to be around people who we could make really cool videos with. The collabs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, rather than kind of having a potential of going to uh, some of the places that we've not gone to this year. So like uh, Vietnam, for example, like a cracking place, cracking course, looks amazing. But in reality, we're going to get over there and who we're going to film with. Like, <laughs> yeah. It'd just be us. Like, yeah, yeah. We, 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 I'm sure we'd make a good video but or two, yeah. but... You know, actually filming with other people, other creators, other uh, people in in this golf space is it's more fun. You know, it, oh, it's, it, it's so good, and it, it, it opens up, um, yeah. it opens up so many more kind of opportunities with the videos we can do. So I think we're going to be a bit more, a little bit more targeted um, going in into our like next trip. year. Yeah, just make the most of our time away. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. The, I definitely think it's the way to go. Yeah. Do you know what I'm really happy about as well that we've uh, we've finally introduced Cart Cam. Like Cart, I'm I'm so excited. Yeah, Cart Cam like, is coming to the Finch Golf Channel. Like the amount of like YouTube golf that I watch that have Cart Cam and just like the 
you know, it's a different type of conversation in the cart cam. Like, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the Grant video that's just gone out recently, uh, Grant talks about the fact that... Um, <laughs> he was Pete. in diapers until he was 16. Yeah. The, which, yeah. you know, which, which, well, I don't know if we should bring that up again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. listen, I'm a convert, okay? Yeah. I, I, I was pretty much against it. Yeah. Just because other people were kind of doing it. I didn't really understand the vibe of it too much. Um, but no, I think it works. Yeah. And this thing is that obviously, like, for you guys as well, you know, who, who are going to be doing the bulk of the editing, like we we don't know what conversations you've had in there so yeah that's like, true so to kind of like hear what you've been talking about like is you know might be quite interesting and uh and cool to see so um yeah very uh very excited i'm sure i'm gonna be wading through a lot of mm, rubbish that's <laughs> that's maybe something that we do need to bear in mind like it is going to add time onto that yeah. edit just yeah. to actually wait i mean that i mean you know the the reason we hadn't been doing it in the first place is because we just walk when we're in the uk we don't have buggies as uh or carts as they yeah. are carts, yeah the carts yeah yeah we, um, we, we, car cam we can't call it a buggy camps cart camp cart camp and also to be fair as well like the the weather and the lack of well i say lack of wind has been some windy days but when it's a bit bit quieter of a day and it's easier to kind of use the gopros for audio and all that kind of thing whereas if you were whisking it round wallacey on a wet windy day it might be a little bit difficult but we'll see i think i think it's i think it's good like I say mm. it's a you know the, the the viewer only sees you in a sense of a golfing landscape i suppose or at least your mindset is in a golfing sort of area whereas when you get into the car as everyone will know when they're playing with their mates like you talk about what you're doing at home yeah, or how's work or you know some a funny story you heard the other day and yeah. i think that kind of side of it definitely comes through a lot better so yeah. it's it's yeah we're, we're somewhat late to the party but i'm glad we're yeah we, okay. we have got the invitation if, if we want to use car cam more then we're just gonna have to move here well you you seem like that's you've been the way you've been talking i think that's happening isn't it not yeah or, well, or could we get a trailer and buy a buggy and, and put it onto the BMW and like when we go up to a golf course, you know, we rock, we rock in with the BMW and on the back is a trailer and the buggy's on the back as well. <laughs> so that we get the trailer, you know, we get the buggy out, out of the trailer and then we have our own individual buggy. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say my reasons for wanting to move to Florida aren't solely based on the fact <laughs> <laughs> that you, you can, can ride a buggy. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not like number one in my priority <laughs> list. Maybe like an added extra there. Um, no, I think I think just over it. It's just any time you can like leave your house and you know it's going to be decent weather and you know the course is going to be good and you know you've got cool people to film with and mm -hmm. it's just it's just a lovely vibe around here. Mm. And th there's a reason. I mean, there's a reason that so many kind of like tour pros base themselves down here as well. Yeah, um, because like during those winter months, it is just fantastic. I mean, here you've got we were meant to be doing some stuff with Corey Connors today. Um, I think Wacky Neiman, I think he's based here, and we're going to be talking about live and world ranking points very, very soon. Um, Adam Long, I think he's here. There's 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 players that just base themselves down here because it's a perfect place to be for golf. Yeah. yeah. We've, we, we've, I mean, we've, we've spoken of like location is kind of somewhat everything at the minute on the golf landscape, or especially YouTube landscape, is that like, as we said, you've got access to so many YouTubers, but then also, you know, pros are starting to really come around to the, the concept of YouTube golf, it feels, and more and more are making appearances on channels. Um, it's, it's something that definitely I think will be steered into a lot more in the next year, year and a half, couple of years, I think sponsors will start to see the the beauty of maybe putting them on a youtube channel rather than spending an hour of their allocated time doing something like a clinic or you know that kind of thing so the, the 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 place to be is definitely in this area or at least arizona which is another you know hot spot for for golfers maybe maybe we can just do the 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 snowbird thing from manchester and just do six months in, in Manchester and then come over here. Yeah, for... and I'll go knock on the doors. Like, I know, we obviously, we know where they live now, so we'll, we'll knock on Brooks's door, then we'll go down just next door, and then we'll, we'll knock on J, uh, JT's, then next door we'll walk on Tigers, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we'll go through them all. Send you around with some leaflets. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. We'll do, yeah, exactly. Should, uh, some leaflets. Do some canvassing. Oh, man, <laughs> I, love, I love leaflets. We should probably point out to everybody at home that uh, Kieran's idea that they all live on a terraced street 
it's not well, quite accurate. Well, from from what I understand, they they do, don't they? Not like it's obviously not gonna, like terrorists, but like I'm they. Gonna, I'm gonna throw it out there and say you probably won't be able to walk up to their door and knock on. <laughs> you know, once you've scaled the fifty foot gate, yeah. yeah. Fifty foot gate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you... what we'll do is we'll um we'll get the leaflet, then we'll put a, like we'll wrap it into a paper airplane, and then we'll just flow it. No, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what we'll do. That work. I yeah, like that. that. I'm sure that really get in their good books. I like that. Brooks clearing up <laughs> fifty <laughs> paper airplanes from his front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. It's like the scene, it's like the scene um, in Harry Potter where all the envelopes start coming through the letterbox. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like imagine the title of that, though. Like, I knock on Brooks's door until he... Until, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting carried away, sorry. I knock on Brooks's door until he shoots me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be great, great yeah. YouTube video. Great. <laughs> I knock on Brooks's door until I get arrested for harassment uh, and spend six months in a Florida jail. <laughs> it's content. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think we'll be able to take our cameras in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe a GoPro. <laughs> sneak a little, sneak oh, a little camera in. Easy, easy to hide. Funny. Uh, so yeah, maybe that's a possibility. I think the only there's there's a big impediment of us not moving here though. What's that? Uh, it's probably a lack of about three million dollars. Well, you know. I think a yeah. couple of big vids will be all right. I'm happy to go back to... <laughs> they have to be big vids. I'm going to have to be... I'll happily go back to uh, Riviera Beach, like, you know, near the beach and, you know, we've, we've got our favourite beach that we go to. Like, I'm very happy to just stay there. It's, it's a lovely, lovely area. Okay, so I'm lacking about a million dollars then. Nah. No. There'll be somewhere we could get... Not every house here is a million dollars. All the nice houses are a million dollars. Nah. If you if you want to bear in mind, like if if we wanted to do it, like we'd have to be somewhere that's almost like in a little golfing community. Oh yeah 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 yeah. 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 So, but if, you wouldn't you wouldn't be buying a house. No, if you want to buy that house in that community, yeah, like the nice ones. You know, if, if I want to move to Florida, do you mean I, not I, on the resort things, like on on a golf course? Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, right. I'm, I'm oh, talking like, out, yeah, right. If, if I want to be, if I want to be living and playing at the Bears Club, right? You know, that's a, you know, it's a swift kind of five million that's going to disappear from a bank account to buy a house there and to like be a member there. Oh, wow, that's that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's that an investment. That. that I mean, you've probably named the like the number one most expensive yeah, know, club in Florida, all, the all, Bears Club. Yeah, but all, <laughs> all, all 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 I'm saying is that if you were going to move to Florida and you were going to do the whole golf thing, you'd want to do the yeah, whole sure. golf thing. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I could find you one under a mill somewhere. I reckon there's like a. Um, they don't really have canals here. <laughs> nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah, nine hundred ninety-nine. I don't reckon they don't really have canals here, but I reckon there's a there's a boathouse somewhere that probably <laughs> someone's renting a couple what? of rooms. Why? Why? <laughs> why on earth would you want to live on a houseboat in Florida? I I'd love that. What? How, how would that be a good idea? Imagine. Imagine waking up in the morning, you open the door and there's just like a 20 foot gator there <laughs> just staring at you, not eating all night. He manages to like, you manage to kick him off. You're like, oh, what's that banging into the side of the boat? Oh, it's a 40 foot boa constrictor down there. Oh, fantastic. Well, at least it's off the boat. Hopefully it won't come up. You turn around. Oh no, it's a massive spider there waiting for you, which is just eating a Scorpion. I don't know what else I see that as two things. I see that one as content and two I see it as character building. So, <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's always interesting. Like, if someone goes through like a really rough experience, how it's always somebody else that says it's character building. Mm. They, <laughs> yeah. they never seem to have gone yeah, through it. They didn't do it. But oh, it's well, character you, you came building. out the other side, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Learning experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What I learned is not to, get to do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger mm. unless you get really hurt by it. <laughs> Yeah. You know. yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see what you Anyway, now you you let me know what you need. Three bed pool, <laughs> not a houseboat. No, not a houseboat. <laughs> not I know a that. Houseboat. I think that's. I think I've made that abundantly clear. That I'll, I'll do a little. What's what's a, a proxy programmer can do? 
selling, selling sunset. Yeah, there you go. Like in um, uh, those... it's like escape to the country. Yeah, oh but escape to yeah. It's like um, it's selling um, selling sunset, which is like, or yeah. selling Tampa. You know what I mean? Those they are have... like those are the mega mega ones. Yeah, aren't they? but yeah. I'll happily go on one of those. Uh, there you one go. of those shows. Have you ever seen that on TikTok, on, uh, yeah, on Netflix? It's horrendous. Oh, it's, no, Carly likes that. Don't it's you? horrendous. It's so. They are the types of shows that you watch and you can feel your brain like just slowly dying, like just. Just brain cells just like melting a little bit, just dri- <laughs> dribbling out your nose, and be like, "What is this crap?" It's like it's, it's, it's a made in Chelsea kind of vibe. Oh isn't yeah, it? Which, it's, so, it's, it's I just, used to love that. It's just fake reality. Oh, well, you like Love Island, don't you? It, it, it's Love Island. It's just fake reality. Yeah, but I I I don't just love it. I I, I like the properties that they sell as well. Like it's not you know they do sell some pretty cool properties on on uh, the. Is it Hollywood Hills sort of thing? Mm. You know what I mean. Like, I don't watch it, mate. So yeah. you and don't pretend like you don't know. Come on, where did where did this sell? Well, yeah, 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 it's holiday. Uh, it's um, Hollywood, Hollywood Hills. Pretty okay, much. okay, right. Okay, so no houseboats. Okay, and absolutely no going anywhere near any show Aww. which involves that kind of crap. See, I, I think we'd be quite good on that. It would be like. Pete and his team are looking for a property in Florida. Exactly. Their their budget is how much ad revenue they made this month. <laughs> well, in October, it ain't a lot. <laughs> and then it'll be at the end and it will just be like, Pete and his team decided against moving to Florida because they don't have enough money. Uh, <laughs> well, if, if we're just, yeah, if we're using October, then yeah, that because might be a, that might be a houseboat. houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it won't be a houseboat. It might be. It might be half a boat. Pete, Jacob, and Mick found the house, but Kieran has moved on to the houseboat. We might get a dinghy, yeah, like a rubber ring. If we get if we get a pool outside, we could put a little little boat for you to paddle around in. I don't mind sleeping outside. There you go. What's different is that, like, and we've probably been on this subject a bit too long, but um, like, I was very interested to sort of see the nets around. Um, everyone's house. That's stopping the big boys coming yeah, in. Yeah, so like... You want to be sleeping outside. Yeah, I, I was saying, yeah, I was saying to Jacob like that if I ever was ever, ever in a position where I could get one, I would not have a net around the house. That is just not that. Yeah, no. No, don't you, like you, it. You know the reason they have nets around the houses? What? Yeah, but... I mean, you've seen the wildlife over here. Yeah. What What? What happened? What? It, do you want to... Do you remember at the Cape Cod Palm City when it was raining yeah, and we just went into the relative peace and calm of the buggy and there was no wind there and no rain. What happened? We got swarmed yeah. by midges. We did get swarmed. I got, I got crucified that day. That yeah, was yeah. the worst 20 minutes of the trip for me. So I reckon Kieran with all his high and mighty ideals, I reckon they'd give him four days yeah. before he's calling the contractor. I want the biggest net in the world around <laughs> my house. <laughs> all of it. And around the in, eighth hole in, that I'm outside. Encase me. In case we it. <laughs> Annika, when I went to uh, Lake Nona, Annika Sorensen's house, like she's got a massive, she lives on a lake, but she's got this massive like pool and outdoor area at the back of her house. And she's literally got this like three-story net building really? over it as well, honestly. It's, it's Love wild. It. It's absolutely wild. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, talk about Annika Sorensen and pro golfers. <laughs> <laughs> We we agreed kind of mm. prior to this to talk about um, to talk <laughs> to talk about live and the world ranking point. Um, it's been a bit of an ongoing saga. This yeah. so the situation is pretty simple. The world ranking points, the official world golf ranking, which is a metric to measure who the best players are in the world. Currently, we shall read you out the top. Top 10, you've got Scotty, Rory, Rahm, Hovland, Cantley, Shoffley, Fitzpatrick, seven. Max Homer, Brian Harmon, and Wyndham Clark make up the top 10. Now, the way that they get those points is by playing in events with strong fields. The higher you finish, the more points you get. The more points you get, the higher up the rankings you go. Pretty simple. And that is, you can get world ranking points from... A lot of different tours, like the the most kind of obvious ones are going to be um, PGA and DP World. Yep. Uh, formerly European Tour. And that's where you pick up your points. I got world ranking points for playing in the now defunct PGA Euro Pro Tour. 
<laughs> you always mention that. Yeah. I love that. Oh, well, wh- why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Like, why not? I I officially don't have a world ranking now. My oh, world ranking, my, my world ranking is lapsed. When did you lose that? I don't know. Um, I, we had a look at it in um, Spain when we were with Fred because I wanted to see if I I was higher ranked than him. Has he got? He's got a world ranking. Yeah. yeah. What, what, uh, what's his ranking? No, he's the same. He's lapsed. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. So we're both lapsed. Oh wow! But he was slightly higher than me by about fifty places. His so, high, his highest position was high, was it? Yeah, yeah, just uh, high. Okay. It's very annoying. Um, so you can gain <laughs> these points via these events. Now, the standard of getting these points has been set for quite a bit of time. Yeah. So it has to be an event with a cut mm-hmm. and it has to be an event where to where to qualify there's a metric where people can drop out and move into those events so on the pga tour you know you get your card at the end of the year if you've got enough uh, point uh, money and all the rest of it and you can qualify for the tour via the corn ferry tour via the dp world tour players drop off players enter you can get sponsors exemptions you know there's there's a movement of players now, when Liv started, a lot of very, very good golfers went to play in that tour. It's a 54-hole event. There's no cut, and the fields are set for a full season. Now, you can have a dropout if someone gets injured, for example, and there is a way that people can qualify via the World Series, I think they call it. Um, but the, the movement is, is small. And there's a few players, you've got your Brooks, your Phil, your Lee Westwood, for example. They're signed up to contracts, which say it doesn't matter if they play poorly. They are guaranteed spots yeah. in the field. So after that brief explanation, there's a few more kind of things to go in it. But here's the situation. Liv said to the world official World Golf Rankings, we have these amazing players. We think that they should get world ranking points for playing in the live events. Now, this has been ongoing for months and months and months and months. It matters because the good golfers who are on live, at this moment in time, they won't get automatic entry into some of the events like majors because their world ranking is slipping lower. Probably the standout example of this is going to be like a Taylor Gooch, for example, who I think everybody, no matter your opinion on live, whether you like it or not, has played some really good golf this year. And yet, he's not going to automatically qualify for the majors because his world ranking is too low when really he should be playing. So, this is the argument. And now, the official World Golf Rankings have turned around and said, no, you will not get any qualifying points for playing in live events. And obviously, there's been fallout and there's been opinions on both sides. Now, gentlemen, do you have any particular feelings on this while I pull up some sizzly quotes? Uh, yeah. And to be honest with you, it's it's pretty black and white for me. It, I don't really understand where they feel they can come from in regards to trying to get the points. It's It's been laid down as law for however many years. There's over 100 different tours that are abiding by this and that I don't like the fact that there should be some kind of special royalty because they've got a really, really good bunch of players. The AP McManus Pro-Am Invitational has probably better fields than the PGA Tour and stuff, but you don't expect them to be like, oh, well, when we're playing this, can we get our official golf world rankings as well? Yeah. It's it, it, it really... I don't understand. It's It's such a kind of... I, I hate this like holier than thou kind of like we just deserve everything to be handed to us. It's not, it doesn't work like that. It's not lined up with how everything else has been done. And I don't like the fact that it's just a kind of, oh, well, we've got a great field. So they deserve to get the points. Now, on the flip side of that, there's a lot of players that obviously if they don't get their world rankings, as you say, Taylor Gooch is a guy that probably is going to start to slip and he might not see himself playing in majors. Well, you've got some of the players over there who have won majors and they have got their special exemptions and stuff. So there's a couple of guys, and I think Cam Smith came out and said that the official golf world rankings are kind of just redundant now. It's not really necessarily a thing. But he's coming from a position where he is an open champion and he can go and play in it still because he's got that exemption. Whether if he was not in that position, and I think we spoke about it before, where his decision to go to live was kind of stirring around in that year he won the Open in St. Andrews. And the decision for him to go was probably made easier after the fact that then he went and won and he knew that he had that sort of 
um, you know, that that full met behind him that he would always be able to get in eventually. That, that's why he went. Yeah, yeah, exa- went, exactly. Yeah. So to to be honest with you, yeah, I'm I really I, I really don't understand the the backlash from it or any, or, or for any of it. I understand why they're upset because they would have wanted it to happen, but it's there's it's not it's not for the official golf world rankings job to try and fit into them they have to fit into the official golf world rankings as have all these other tours uh yeah no i, I think that that's probably i think you probably you've nailed it pretty much i think the thing for me is that i've always been a fan of just competitive golf and the pga tour is literally for me the epitome of of like competitive professional golf of like you know you have to obviously you, you you know when you get there you're there but then it's not like you're there for a lifetime like you have to keep playing when you have to keep mm-hmm. doing this whereas like you know like you said uh um you know like a brooks or phil a lot of them will be on will be on these contracts so it doesn't i mean the, the best example is what is it um perez pat perez last year who played horrific golf literally the most horrific golf that he's ever played and probably any pj pro has ever played in his life and still got nine million million yeah. dollars for it it's like that's not right because there's people you know that are uh, uh that are you know working their ass off to try and stay on the pj tour to keep their card and go in tournament to tournament and go in from cut to cut or miscut to miscut trying to get that one breakthrough so yeah there's you know if live was to get any sort of official world golf rankings then it just becomes that little bit more credible in terms of it's a it's an official tour event you know so it's an official way to become the best player in the world and i don't think that's right so um just read some quotes here so this is the official world golf ranking board now this is um from peter dawson who's a non-voting uh, chairman of the board and th- it has to be said that the commissioners of pga and dp world tour they recuse themselves from this vote so they wouldn't be kind of like in conflict with the, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. tour. Um, but Peter Dawson said uh, that the OWGR is not at war with Liv, uh, nor is its decision rooted in golf politics. Uh, Dawson said it is entirely technical. Uh, Liv players are self-evidently good enough to be ranked. They're just not playing in a format where they can be ranked equitably with the other 24 tours and thousands of players trying to compete with them. Simply put, the board committee does not believe it's equitable to thousands of players who strive every day to get starts in official World Golf Ranking eligible tournaments to have a tour operate in this mostly closed fashion where it's not possible to fairly assess what it means to win a live event relative to other tournaments around the world. Now, I'm going to play, I'll read some kind of quotes from live players shortly, but I'm going to play like slightly devil's advocate here. Um... Is it a case that what this is saying is if you start a new golf tour, you then have to fall in line with what the official world golf rankings say is the way to measure performance? Now, Liv obviously haven't done that, but that would kind of suggest potentially that the official world golf rankings are a little bit of a close shop. You know, you have to play by their rules and what they think is the way that golfers should be ranked, which, you know, I probably do agree with overall. But it has to be said that there is a that, that, that there is something that maybe should be done because it does seem quite strange that you've got, you know, a lot of very, very good golfers playing in these events, live events, against other really good golfers and then not getting any kind of points for it. Yeah, I think that... I think that's, that, that is a very, very good point. But I think it's just the way of the fact that two years ago, Liv was nothing. So it's the fact that they've bulldozed their way in and pumped money in uh, to this tour, which has obviously got it up to the, the, the strength it is by, you know, getting some of the best players in the world there. And, yeah, I kind of think that that was kind of... I don't know what their thought process was, but that was kind of... I imagine that would have been their thought process of the fact that, all right, now we've got some of the best players in the world playing on our tour. We're just officially, you know, we're going to expect that uh, the official world golf rankings are just going to be like, oh yeah, of course, you know, 
Yeah, get, you know, give them some well, you know, I, maybe that's what they thought, mm, do you know what I mean? There's there's a definite sense of kind of like arrogance about it. Definitely, that's what that's the word, yeah. I'm, yeah, that's the word I'm looking you for. You know, that we've started this tour and then, you know, we should expect. Yeah. We should expect people to then yeah. give us ranking points even though it doesn't fit into that criteria. Um, but I think, I think Peter Dawson does have a point. He does go on to say that, you know, there's players who are playing on that tour that should be in the world rankings and there oh, is, for sure, yeah. there is something that you know probably needs to be done the, the reason that this matters in a in a wider context is you know i'm going to use taylor gooch as an example again so if you want to get in a major it's normally normally the top 40 to 50 players in the world i think it is will automatically get an invite and automatically qualify for the major championships so yeah. let's face it the events that everyone actually cares about you know the four majors that that's what every player wants to play in and generally that's what people want to watch now if you have a certain standard of player who provides good competition but also to the people watching and the fans which make any sport what it is if they're not playing in those events then they're being deprived of potentially watching some of the best golf in the world so you've got a kind of system here where you've got some of the best players not playing in the best events because they're not being given these points. That's what the issue is. Yeah, no, I the the like I say, the way you sort of lie it out there, it makes complete sense. But again, I, I I'll be honest, I don't really have any sympathy for these guys because the the way that the the sort of when it came to players moving to live and making the decision of whether they want to go or not, essentially in my eyes it kind of represented that player's thought process of what they want their career to be do they want to make a lot of ton of money from it or do they want a legacy in the game and they had a decision to make and those who stayed on the pga tour who probably turned down the money that was the same as the dustin johnson contracts and the brooks kepka contracts they wanted to stay because they knew it was the best time and the best place for them to be to play in majors and play in Ryder cups and build a portfolio of wins and build themselves in some of the best players in the world these guys that went to live, they weren't forced to go. They had a decision. I understand why they took the money because it's a hell of a lot of money. It would be hard for anyone to turn that down. But they made a decision at that point, I feel, is do you want money or do you want a legacy? And I feel like that's what they've decided is what they want is money. Yeah. I, I think there's a few of the players who are... I'm not going to say they game the system, but they knew what they were doing. Like, obviously, Brooks won a major last year. So he's automatically yeah. going to be in the other majors for this year and beyond. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, yeah. So, so for him, this doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like all he really, he, and he openly says that that's all he cares about is the majors. And that's all he wants. So for him, it's, you know. That's, it, he, this, he got the best deal out of this possible. Because yeah. oh, even yeah. before heading into it, he knew he'd play majors. He already was a four-time major winner, then won his fifth whilst on the Live Tour. Mm. And and now he like you say continues to be able to play in them and keeps earning the money he can. Yeah, I think I think players like Brooks, obviously Cam Smith, we just we just spoken about as well. Um, you know these types of golfers, they're not going to be too concerned, even if they say they are. You know because they're going to be in these events that yeah. they want to play in, and think, then play and live for the rest of the time. Yeah, I don't know what um, the. The only person that I'm, um, I don't know what to say, like upset or like, I'd be disappointed to see him not there is, is DJ for me. And I'm, I don't know if I'm right in saying that obviously he's going to be playing the Masters for however long he wants to. I don't know about the others. I don't know what, what his situation is with the rest of them. So um, normally if you win, if you win a major you'll get a certain number of invites to subsequent majors. Right. I think the Open, I know you get like, I think it's a 10-year exemption into the Open. Hmm. Um, right. If you win the Open. Uh, Masters, obviously, you can be there for life. As long as you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then PJ Championship uh, and US Open, there's there's qualifying criteria around that as well if you win other majors. Yeah. Um, and you'd expect players of that quality, they would be able to then, to yeah, because like, like the US Open, I think it's if you finish like top, 12 top 15 you'll get an automatic yeah. invite into the next one as well so you know you you do have the chance to continue yeah to play in these you. events got and you. i don't see why it wouldn't um there are players um such as phil mickelson like who won the pj championship two years ago 
Yep. So he's going to have a few more kind of invites yep. as well, qualifications. He waded in on this, as you may expect, uh, Phil Mixon to do. Uh, Trevor Immelman uh, just did a post and he said, if I was going to start a pro golf tour, um, talking about kind of the whole situation, and I decided I wanted my tour to have world ranking points available for the players, I'd probably at the outset make sure that my tour did whatever the world ranking organization required in order to comply. Phil Mixon replied. Which is he, fair. Yeah, which is fair. Um, I, I, I just want to say that's fair, but also that takes into account, and we'll get onto this in a minute, about if the official world golf rankings before any of this even kicked off were actually fit for purpose, if they gave an accurate representation. Yeah. But Phil Mixon weighed in and says, Trevor, comma, Liv was <laughs> never going to get points. Why? Question mark. Number one, it's a monopoly run by all the governing bodies. He does go full full tin hat a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, the PGA Tour TV contract is based on official world golf criteria for them to get all their money. And then three, they would lose leverage in negotiations if Liv gets points. Last but not least, the tour has some... What's he said? Was that Phil that said that? Yeah, yeah, it could, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, last but not least, the tour has borrowed against the TV deal. If they don't hit their benchmarks and don't get all their money from the TV... Uh, they will have an immediate capital call laughing face emoji. Don't believe me? <laughs> Ask Sean McManus. Um, get Sean on the phone. Get Sean. And then this is the one This is the one that got me that was a, a little bit weird. Um, What's this over? Is this over Twitter? Yeah, on, on yeah, yeah. X. Twitter X. Oh, I'm just <laughs> calling it Twitter. <laughs> I, know, I, know, Twitter. I, know. I know. So he goes on for a little bit. Um, Samuel L. Toro. And this is kind of how kind of easily Phil seems to be triggered on this. Samuel, um, whose handle is at El Toro four one two seven seven, says, "Stop whining." Not great. To Phil Mickelson, <laughs> standard X response, yeah, yeah, Twitter yeah, response. Yeah, yeah. Um, Phil Mickelson stating facts isn't whining, and I don't care if Liv ever gets points. Doesn't seem like it. This is move six in a long game of chess. You won't believe moves thirty two to thirty seven. That's when it gets really good. Emoji with sunglasses. What? Is this Phil? Yeah, he just—he seems to have gone off the deep end a little Move bit. Here. Thirty-two to thirty-seven. Um, I mean, in all—in all fairness to to Phil Mickelson, even though I—I I, I don't agree with a lot of stuff that he says, um, I don't. Yeah, not not a, not a massive fan, but he's been pretty consistent about the world golf rankings not being an accurate representation of of who the best players in the world are generally, um, and I think. I think he does have a point at times. Like, it, it seems weird how some players can stay higher in the rankings for longer without seemingly having, you know, recent good performances because it is like a tapered um, kind of process. So there is a, a potential that they could be reconfigured a little bit to be a more accurate representation of how people are playing at that moment in time. And... It's it's strange because like the official world golf ranking does get its its kind of mandate and its credibility from the tours that have already been established because they say to the world golf ranking, okay, that's how you want it. Cool, we'll support that. Yeah, I just I'm just trying to think in my in my head how else you could do it. I don't know. You know, could it be very opinion? You could turn it into sort of opinion because these are all statistical yeah. things. You could turn it into an opinion-based, non-biasy way. I don't know, but um, yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to think of a way you could do it because, like, you know, I'm asking myself the question now. I think the is, is Scotty Scheffler as well number one, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Is he currently? Do you do you feel he's the best golfer in the world right now? No, no. Who I'd do say, you think I'd, is? I'd say Victor. Probably. Yeah, I'd probably say. Yeah, but I think yeah. I think that's kind of the beauty of golf, and we saw that the last year, year and a half with Ram, with Rory, with Victor coming mm. into it now, and Scotty. That you know, it was like chopping Chain, and changing, changing all, the, all time. the time. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know that that's maybe some people think it's a good thing, maybe some people think it's a bad thing. I think that we're we're in a really good, positive space in golf at the minute, where there's so many good players at the top of the game that 
everyone can be classed as the number one player in the world. Like, you know, Brooks, when he goes to the majors, plays like the number one player in the world. And, you know, Cameron Smith plays like the number one player in the world. And there's not to say that they're not doing that on the live tour. Like they, they can play to that standard. There's no doubt about that. Um, I don't, I don't really know what Phil Mickelson's kind of getting at with the, the golf world rankings is a monopoly because that's kind of the point that, it that it is meant to be the monopoly that overlooks kind of everything to do with rankings unless there was an other company or if he's kind of talking maybe i'm not quite understanding what he's saying there but that it was mm. a bit bit of a weird point to make but uh, yeah it, it's a it, it just all comes back to the fact that for me if if you do it for one where does it then end moving forward because then yeah. you get to a point where if you've changed if you change the goalposts for one tour and you decide okay well we're going to bring you in and the reason why is we're going to say you don't have to have a cut and um or maybe they say oh the cut's not the, the cut is not is not is fine but then you also just need to now bring in there's a bit more of a filter through of players and if live turn around and say oh okay right well, we can do that we'll sort of open up more of a feeder tour will allow players to come and dip in and dip out. And I think if Liv were a bit more accommodating in that sense, they probably would have had a better chance if they kind of turned around and said one of the things and said, okay, well, we'll make a, a cut on day two and then the final the final day will be the top 20 or something like that. Just to kind of have some criteria met, but because of the fact they just don't want to go anywhere near it. And this is kind of the the thing that, you know, Liv was produced on is they wanted to create a completely different product to what the PGA Tour was doing. So for them to kind of slide back into that, um product and that 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 adventure that they would go down into into looking more like the pga tour is something they don't want to do so i can understand why they haven't done it so it's kind of two sides that don't want to budge because they've got their own kind of way of going about things and live obviously going to be very stubborn in the fact that no this is the way we're going to do things now and moving forward, as you say, it, it kind of, I don't see where we go from here because unless one or the other decides to do something about it, then it's just going to be in the same position five years from now. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't really see, I can't really see how they're going to, how they're going to change and adapt. They've already set their stall out about mm, how they exactly. want to operate. The other thing which is kind of in the background of this is the ongoing kind of potential merger between... Yeah. Like live, um, PJ Tour merger, not merger, um, and the DP World Tour. We don't really know what's happening there, and by the looks of it, it might not actually come to fruition, mm. which mm. is going to leave everybody in a really weird spot. Yeah, yeah. like did, did the PJ Tour go back to kind of really hating on <laughs> yeah. live again, um, and what's going on? Because there's definitely been a a silencing of that. Um, in recent in recent months since this kind of deal's been mooted. So I, it'd be interested to see um, kind of what goes on. But I think the likelihood of them getting world ranking points was always pretty low. Mm-hmm. And I really don't see how, like, they're going to get ranking points now unless they introduce something like a cut, like qualification, um, that will make them a little bit more amenable. Because I, I don't think the actual amount of holes matters. No, it just has no. to have the cut. It's, it's just going to have the element of competition. Because you were pro, you know, the, the tour that you were on, famously on. Um, <laughs> yeah, famously, yeah. Uh, that was but 54 holes. 54 holes with a 36 hole cut. 36 hole cut, so yeah. This yeah. Like, again, I don't, I don't know the fine print of the contracts that maybe the guys have signed, if there's anything to say that they have to compete in all three days or something like that, but... No, I think it, for... It seems like the easy fix, but then... Why would it? Why would they do the easy thing? For they, they just don't want to change. No, they not. don't want to do any no. any sort of change because they're like, this is us. Yeah, we're a fifty-four hole no cut. They're very. That's kind of was their marketing yeah, really. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So that's like. Yeah, yeah. I think the best word to use, and, and you used it, is just that they're just so arrogant. Um, and they're not. Che- they're not moving. I, I mean, ar- arrogance is isn't. It's a strong word, but I, I think there's a little bit of truth in it. <clears throat> but also. With Liv, the reason they didn't want to cut is that they didn't want to get into a position where on the final day, Dustin, Bryson, yeah. um, you know, Sergio, <laughs> you know, the players who will generally draw a crowd wouldn't play. Mm. You know, they want yeah. to make sure that their product um, is still as watchable on day one as is on day three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's the reason that they didn't want to cut. 
but that's the reason that it's not seen as competitive compared to the others. Mm, mm. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I always, I always like a cut. Like I always like that. Obviously, like, I never forget when I think we went to like a. a, a a BMW at Wentworth, I think it was, and I think Rory missed the cut, and we had Saturday tickets, and I was gutted about it. I, yeah. It was someone that big, but it's that's true competition golf. It's just that is if you want to be the best player in the world, you you know you got to do that sort of stuff. So it's like, yeah, yeah, and, and you, you you kind of alluded to it earlier as well, Pete, that you know there is still a, a an open discussion debate over actually how valid and what is the validity of the official golf world rankings you know do they genuinely do a very good job of identifying that and maybe that's a conversation for another day because you could go on for another hour with that but the 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 the, when you've got that kind of sort of narrative and then you've got this will they won't they include them in the in the world rankings in regards to live there's a lot of murky waters out there and it's never a good place to be you kind of want clarity with these types of things and i think at the end of the day i think the the beauty again with golf is that there are so many good golfers out there and that whether the world rankings say scotty's number one we can both sit and argue and or at least have a conversation about who we think is the best player and you know it's it's something that you can debate about and sit around the table and talk about and you can if people love live golf and watch Bryson shooting 58s and stuff and they can say well you know he shot that the other week so why is he not the-? it's it's a conversation that you can have and whether you want to really take off the golf world ranking is another thing but unfortunately in this day of age of golf if they want to play in majors and they want to play in the big events then they've got to be a part of it and they're they're, they're not going to be mm. well as always um the most important opinion of this is yours so get out to those comments if you watch on youtube and fire into discord and have a little chat on there um I think as far as the rest of the world of golf, there's not a massive amount happening that we know of right now. I mean, mm. we're recording this before the weekend. I know there's like um, uh, golf in Spain going on, the Shriners and things. So congratulations yeah. to uh, whoever's won. I think John Rahm's playing in Spain. Congratulations, John. John. John is playing, he's a, defending. Another victory in Spain. Well <laughs> done. Absolutely no, delighted what, for you. What course is it? Um, Spain. Spain. <laughs> it's a Spain course. It's Spain. I, I honestly don't know. I've been so out of the loop this week. I've I've, I've no idea what's going We've on. We've got um, professional golf. Uh, Lexi's teeing it up at the Shriners as well. She is. Yeah, yeah. So, be interesting think, to see if she makes the cut. I think she was top. I think she was like top thirteen ball striking. I think so that's wise mm. in the event. Yeah. Um, so it, it'd be great if she did make the cut. I have to yeah. um, I have to so check that out. It's another it's another discussion we could have for another day, but I won't get we'll, into it. We'll see how <laughs> but, see how she gets. Well, on. well, there's there's a there's opinion on the on the on the web that maybe she shouldn't be shouldn't be there. You know, she's obviously taking the place of another tour pro that could be there. But that's not my opinion. I'm not saying that's mine. I'm just saying that is a. A discussion to be had. Well, she's uh, gonna, she's going to get more world ranking points this week than anyone <laughs> playing in Jeddah in uh, in Liverpool. I think. Uh, um, sorry, sorry. Uh, I think the other thing that that's just kind of reminding me that obviously of George Bryan because George Bryan is now going to. Oh yeah, he's gonna, a sponsors invite, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. That. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be playing in Bermuda Championship. That's in, that's in a few weeks though. Yeah. Like, they're going over there this week to do a bit of filming. Yeah. And then they're kind of like back a few yeah. weeks after that for the event. So. Cool though, that, isn't it? That's, yeah, it's, that's it's, it's, it is awesome, yeah. It's very cool. I think, we'll, I think we'll do a full podcast review on that. Do you reckon? Hole you think, by hole break. Hole think by of, hole. Uh, yeah, you think of when you were doing like open qualifying or even some of like the PGA Tour, like Lancashire events and like the stress and worry about like not shooting a good score on that and then it going on YouTube. And then the fact that you think what George is going to be going through of like, Everyone is going to be looking to see how he does. Yeah, there's a huge difference though. Like George is actually a good golfer. No, no, no. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. That's, a, that's a big, I know, big but difference. If he, you know, if he finished, I'm not, you know, I'm sure he won't. But if he finished like dead last and like three shots off the next person and stuff like that, then obviously it's there's, there's going to be a pressure to it. Oh yeah, of course there is. Yeah, I mean it's I mean, going to be the biggest tournament that he's going to have played in, like, especially yeah. because that's been like a dream of his for a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we should get into this right no, now no, because no. I think this is something else we should talk about okay. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, great. It's, but good, yeah. And it's just cool to cool to say, but you know, it's cool that he's gonna gonna be there. It's cool for the YouTube space and stuff. Good like luck that. to George. Yeah. Good luck. Good, good for the YouTube golf and, community. And you know, Grant Grant's been you know hyping him up a little bit. So you know, I'm I'm very excited. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <Fair laughs> <enough>. uh, <laughs> 
cool. Uh, right, so guys, just want to say a huge thank you for watching, a huge thank you for wrapping your ears around this podcast. Thank you for the Die Preserve for mm. letting us uh, mm. have this podcast done in the Die Room. I am dying to play this golf course, but unfortunately... We will not be able to. You're gutted, aren't you? I am a bit gutted. You are gutted. That's a bit of a shame. Um, But I'm sure we will be back and we will see this marvellous course once upon a time. Anyway. Right, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Follow us on your favourite podcast provider and hop over and follow us on our social media as well. Why not? The Rough Girl Golf Podcast. We are absolutely everywhere. Everywhere. Apart from award shows, but one day. One day. You never know. Right, guys. See you soon. Bye. 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.